There is one strategy that has always worked for me in marketing. Welcome to Legal Marketing 101. I'm your host, Toby Rosen. As we talked about last month, we're going to be doing a little bit more on current events and talking about some things not only that are going to affect our marketing in the next you know, coming months and years, but we're also going to be looking at some things that are happening and could give us some, some interesting ideas. Today, however, I want to talk a little bit about a new law in Texas that was passed back in May um, that is similar to the California CCPA, um, similar to GDPR, but it's, it's a new privacy bill uh, that basically is, is a lot of it is centered around making sure that Texas residents can opt out of targeted ads. So I saw an article in Adweek. I'll post the link to that in the show notes. But it's, it's really interesting how states are moving to do a lot more in this, in this arena. So Massachusetts, New York, California, the article says there are 10 states now, including Texas, that are actively enacting these privacy laws. And they have a bunch of different implications for us as marketers and for us as uh, working with law firms. But it's, it's also just an interesting note because uh, some of the things that these, these types of privacy actions are, are protecting against are things that uh, I don't know if it's really in consumers' best interests. Now, just as a little bit of background on me, I, I'm kind of a privacy nut. Um, I, I do have an online presence and uh, I do, you know, I am known to some people. Um, I'm not an entirely private person, but when it comes to data privacy, I, I care quite a bit about this, especially when it comes to private data, location data, things like that private messaging, all of these kinds of things, I do take steps to make sure that my information is private. I use encrypted messaging apps. I don't generally use uh, typical social media networks for for personal conversations or for personal information. Um, There's things that I do to protect my own privacy. And so when these privacy actions come out, the new laws come out, it's always interesting to me to see what a is is in the law um, and what things they're actually protecting against because there are some good things in a lot of these laws. Um, obviously, other states like uh, like I said, Massachusetts and New York, they're working on emulating a federal privacy bill that was actually stalled in Congress. The article says last year, um, but there are a bunch of different regulations in a bunch of different states. And as somebody who operates not just nationwide but internationally, uh, it's important for me to understand these. So. What's interesting with the Texas law, and I don't think uh, based on the, the the space in this they've carved out for small businesses and, and things like that, um, they say it's largely modeled on Virginia's privacy bill, which hasn't been, at least in my experience, that restrictive. Um, I, I don't think it will have too much day-to-day impact on my company or companies that I'm working with. Um, and for most small, medium law firms, if you have, I think it's fewer than 500 people, this isn't going to impact you too much. But you may want to update. You may want to be up to date with their opt-out preferences, with their um, right for deletion, I think it's called, uh, preferences that we, you want to put in your privacy policy. Um, all of those are good things to have in there because they are more modern ways to operate. And you know, having that right to deletion, if somebody really just doesn't want to be in your systems, it's, it's good to have a system where they can request to be deleted um, or modify or, or whatever it is with their data. Um, but it is interesting with the remarketing specifically, because that's that's really what the, argu- the article is talking about here is that this is going to limit remarketing. And remarketing is the, by far, 
the best marketing strategy we've ever been able to do online. It is really, really great for targeting because we don't have to make any guesses. And particularly in family law, it's something that it's one of the only true ways to determine whether or not somebody clicking on an ad is coming from a group of people who we actually expect to potentially convert for us. Actually, we expect them to spend money. So there are ways that this can sort of be diluted and that those numbers can become cloudy. But in general, remarketing has been so powerful for us, um, even with the loss of remarketing on Google for family law a few years ago. Uh, still, we have options with Facebook and other third-party advertising services that cover a huge amount of the internet. It's such a powerful tool because it's so much cheaper, because our targeting is already handled for us. And often we don't have to do any brand reminding. So we can just jump straight into what our call to action is. And, and usually we have a much better, if you know, if not 100% better, 200 or 300% better conversion rate from remarketing campaigns. So by far, remarketing is the best strategy we've, we've ever been able to implement uh, as far as ease of getting things set up and then the ROI on the back end of that. There's things that are a little easier, not as high ROI, things that are much higher ROI, but not as easy to set up. And remarketing just meets right in the middle um, there with, with how easy it is to get going. So as we see these, these regulations roll out, obviously, like I said, it doesn't seem like we're going to have any big changes to what we're allowed to do. Um, you know, family law firms have not been able to advertise or do remarketing on Google for, I, I think it's close to five years now, maybe more. So that's already something that we have learned to work around. Facebook is a good option if, if done well and targeted well. Um, and then there, like I said, there's a lot of other options. Outbrain um, is a great option for, for advertising, doing remarketing and display advertising. But as these, these systems roll out, it's really important to have to start building the systems in case your state or in case your market uh, enacts one of these laws. And perhaps it's a little bit more aggressive than what we're seeing in some states. Uh, because if you were asked right now, how do I a remove someone's data from my systems, you might know how to get them out of your email system or your Clio system, but would you know how to get their information out of Google ads or any information out of Google analytics? And depending on how your law works, there may not be any personally identifying information in those systems. And so that might not matter, but it is a good thing to be ahead on and look at what is it that's coming down the pipe here in my state? How can we adjust to this in the business? And when it does happen, just be able to adjust to it quickly because it's not something that should slow things down a lot. And at the same time, understanding these guidelines also will have a really big impact on understanding what kinds of advertising you can do in your market. In some states, there are limitations on things like superlatives or things like uh, different types of advertisements, where you can place advertisements. In some states, you have to get all advertisements reviewed, which can be really, really irritating going page by page with the state bar. So understanding these regulations, if you don't already, it's really important. It's something that I've done over the last decade as I've worked with law firms is made sure to read their state bars, understand state bar rules, excuse me, uh, and understand what it is we can and can't do in each state. I suspect we haven't seen the end of this kind of regulation as far as personal data goes, advertising goes, all of that kind of uh, arena that we're playing in here. And especially with, with a federal bill still being worked on, um, it's something that I think is, is really important to be cognizant of. And it can often offer opportunities as well. And that's something that's it's really great to 
just understand what the playing field looks like and what your options are moving forward. That's it for Legal Marketing 101 this week. As always, we have more information on our site, rosenadvertising.com. Check out the calculator as well at calculator.rosenadvertising.com. All of the formulas are coming nicely, and you can see our provenance page, which lists all of the different formulas we have, all of the um, guidelines will be put in there very soon. We'll have all of our margin of error, basically everything so you can see how we're doing each formula and understand what um, kind of disclaimers might work for, for your website. For any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out through rosenadvertising.com. Thanks. Thanks.